a small, maybe minute or two sit down with Brian and he said, I just want to tell you that I see the progress. I see you changing. Mm. That meant the world to me. I didn't need it, but I loved the fact that he did that. Just the reaching out. That's what this program and the leadership of this program has allowed me and given me the opportunity to change. Welcome to another episode of Casting Light, stories of recovery and hope that happen right here inside Guiding Light in downtown Grand Rapids. That's where we are recording this episode and have recorded every one of our episodes, and we thank you for listening. I'm Phil Tower, your host for Casting Light. It's been my honor and pleasure to bring you these stories of recovery and hope, and we also want to thank and remind you need to thank Treadstone Funding for underwriting this episode and several past episodes of Casting Light. Without the support of Treadstone Funding, this podcast series would not be possible. We want to thank you, the donors of Guiding Light, who are also supporting the ministry here at Guiding Light. You'll hear stories on this podcast directly from the men who lived them, men who were living in darkness and then found light in a literal sense and in a figurative sense. And along with that, they experienced a new life through the programs here at Guiding Light. Your donations allow these men to have a safe and supportive space to continue their journey and realize their God-given potential. It truly is life-changing recovery, and it's such an honor to hear these stories of recovery and hope. I'm pleased to welcome in this episode... Andy. Andy is a recent recovery client here at Guiding Light, currently living in Iron House, and we'll talk to him a little bit about that. Andy, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing your story. I understand you entered recovery here in, was November of 2020? I did. November 5th of 2020, uh, I walked through the doors here at Guiding Light and it was uh, it was a day I'll never forget. Um, that was the start of my journey. This, if I could, if I started with uh, just just walking through these doors, not knowing, you know, kind of the walking into the unknown. Yeah. Um, I had been in uh, a recovery program uh, before, uh, and I left after two months. Uh, the feeling of I got this, uh, I could do this on my own. Um, that that was so far from the truth, but I, I, it was that resistance. I wasn't willing to change, and I knew I had to do something different. Uh, I had to change uh, people, places, things. I've heard that story before, Andy. Of people said, "I got this." You think. As an addict, you think you're in control, but it's the opposite. Is that what brought you here, or was it a friend? Or how did you end up walking through the doors here? So, um, the over over the years of my alcohol abuse, you know, it was it got to the point where I was in the hospital more than I was at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to know the nurses on each and every floor. I, I, di- I just didn't get it. I, I, I didn't realize how bad it really was. 
uh, how close to dying I really was. Until uh, when I was discharged the last time from the hospital, the nurse said, you're, you're going to go somewhere. You're not going to go home. And that hit me because I didn't really, I didn't have a choice. My whole life I, I had the choice, but it just, I wasn't making the right choices. Mm-hmm. And uh, God bless her for that. And I was fortunate to have family that knew uh, they just didn't, they didn't know how to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. And they couldn't do it for me. I had to do it, uh, you know, I had to take that next step. And yeah. I mean, you, you, throughout the program, you know, you hear the word acceptance. I had to accept the fact that I had a real problem and it was yeah. going to kill me if I didn't stop. So that nurse, what an amazing thing. And did she tell your family then that Andy needs to go to Guiding Light? How did that whole process happen? It was, uh, I found out after talking to my family, there had been, there had been a time, uh, I could share this, where a couple years prior, I had come up to Grand Rapids and uh, I had lunch here at the program downtown. And I I had talked with Brian, and Brian Elvey, uh, Brian Elvey, yeah. and uh, we had a sit down after lunch, and I said uh, to him in his office, I said, "Thanks, thanks for lunch. Uh, I'm I'm all set." And he, you know, he kind of looked at me and said, "Okay," you know, I, and, and I went back I went back to Florida after that, and so that phone call to him. Uh, back in November, that was really hard, and and I called him. I said, "This is this is Andy Niedering. you know. I, I I'm not sure if you remember me." And he said, "Oh, I do. I, I you know I remember you." Brian doesn't forget many people. <laughs> I know that now. And I said, "Brian, I, I need your help. Uh, I am I am home in Grand Rapids, and uh, I I need your help. I I, ca- I cannot do this." On my own, and so that's I. So that's when I came here, and mm. and for for the first time, I it was it was that it was the resistance, but it was also I had to accept the fact that I needed help and I couldn't do it on my own. Um, and just starting out, I mean, the the first month here was was uh, I would say it was almost like a blur mm. because I was just I, I was just a body. Um, just uh, getting getting healthier, not having that desire to drink, but being around the community, being around the fellowship, going to you know at the time we were zooming all the meetings. Mm. So, but listening to people, having uh, a spiritual director, having a life coach, just all the things that the program uh, gives you to help you through the process the classes, when you learn about the focus points of Guiding Light uh, and how they can be applied to you per- on a personal level, and you can apply those to your life. Uh, I use them today. All those, all those terms, all those focus points, but at the same time, you, you, have, to, you have to put in the work. That's why we're here, to change. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to be accepted into the program. It's another to keep moving forward and not be stagnant. 
We're speaking with Andy Niedering, a recovery client and graduate here at Guiding Light, now living in the transitional iron house housing. And Andy, I got to ask you, you said that first month here was a blur. At what point did you realize when that emotional and that kind of realization, that cognitive realization that something was different here, this, this may be the thing that actually works. When did you, when did that happen in the program? Do you remember it was a moment? Was it a day you got up? Was it an experience you had where you thought, wow, I can see myself changing? Uh, I don't think it was a moment. I, I think there were, there was a time uh, where it could have even been just a simple sit down with Brian uh, and it may have been two to three months into it. Uh, Seth Velderman, being my life coach, so I would would have my one-on-one with him, and just to sit a small, maybe minute or two, sit down with Brian, and he said, "I just want to tell you that I see the progress. I see you changing. Mm. That meant the world to me. Yeah. Um, I didn't need it." But I loved the fact that he did that, uh, just the reaching out. That's what this program and the leadership of this program has has allowed me and given me the opportunity to change. And I remember that, just, just that small just that small conversation of, I, I can see that in you. And that gave me a lot of, uh, it helped me, it gave me courage to walk into that unknown and to and to know that I was changing because you know I'm I'm my hardest critic so I'm going to be yeah. hard on myself and when other people can see the change in me it keeps me doing the next right thing keeps me focused on the fact that I need to keep growing and yeah. allow myself uh, a little bit of grace but at the same time, I'm not like I'm not built like other people. I, I need to be challenged. I need to be pushed, and that is what what I've carried through in in my way of living, in my work life, in in everything in life. I love that part where you were affirmed from Brian Elvey here, where he said, "I can see a change in you, Andy," because not only is that validation. That you're changing, but Brian would have never told you that if it wasn't true. That wasn't just a rah rah. It was it was really serious, and and it did make a difference. And that was a catalyst to keep you moving forward. I've also heard from a lot of the men who've shared their stories, and I so appreciate you sharing yours, Andy. That the camaraderie here, when you see these other guys, that's another part of the the special sauce, if you will, of what makes this place really cool. Was that a similar experience for you? Yeah, it, it was. Going through uh, CrossFit Fridays, you know, uh, going through all the different workouts, and but but the different aspects of the program, you don't get it right away, but you have to buy in. You really do. You have to buy into the program because it it's not for everyone, but it can be if you want it. This program is designed for a new way of living and to change your life and to help you grow outside of the program. And that's huge for a person that 
was so stubborn like myself, you know, not willing to accept help from anyone. I just wanted to do everything on my own. You know, going back to, I got this, I can do this, I can, you know, I'm financially set, I do, you know, this and it's all this and that. It was all excuses for me to continue on the wrong path when all I needed was just that nudge to say, why don't you try something different? Yeah. And that's how I approach uh, each and every day is, is allowing myself to be vulnerable, try new things, because I have the confidence. The program has given me more confidence, and that's what I think I really lacked. That's well said. And you have made the transition to Iron House, yet you still have that support, that camaraderie, camaraderie. And it's called Iron House. We've talked about this before from the proverb in the Bible, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. And do you feel that support system at Iron House on a daily basis? I do. I had a choice to make when I finished Foundations and uh, was going into the Achieve program. I wanted to get back into the golf business. And working in Florida... Um, seemed like the perfect fit. However, going back to an old place, an old familiar place, didn't really seem like, it, it almost seemed like a step back. Mm. Um, it's very perceptive of you. It, it was, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just knew that if I was given the opportunity to keep going forward, and maybe it would be in golf in Grand Rapids. Maybe it'd be in Michigan. It didn't have to be in Grand Rapids. It could be, you know, the program had given me that confidence to go out and get something, not on my own, but through the Achieve program. Right. Um, and through working, you know, revamping my resume, re, you know, relearning, so to speak. I mean, that relearning everything that I thought I knew. That was a big step for me in... In going to Iron House and having that fellowship and that community, um, have, A, having a place to live, but then B, also surrounding myself with the right people. And you're working in the golf industry now, right here in West Michigan? I am. Uh, right now, I am at Golf Galaxy. Really, I started there as, as a part-time employee and, mo- and quickly moved into full-time. That's great. And, and that was... I don't think it was like a comfort thing for me to get back into golf because that was my passion. I I knew that the new and improved Andy could succeed in that profession because that's something that I love to do. Yeah, and you're using your passion, which is wonderful. And yes, Michigan does have winter, unlike Florida, but we have crazy passionate golfers here in West Michigan. You know that. And they're playing. I live on a golf course. They're playing in December. They're playing any warm day that a course will open up. So you see those people at Golf Galaxy. I mean, they just, they're diehards. And I love it. It's what I love about the golfers in the great state of Michigan is they'll find any reason, any time to play. And it just brings joy to their lives. And I'm sure you are doing the same at uh, Golf Galaxy when you serve them. Andy, I'm, I'm dying to ask you, when you look back and maybe you, and this is the thing about this podcast, every episode, I have no idea who's listening, but there could be somebody who is at that point 
where they just really have train wrecked their life from alcohol addiction or maybe parents who are listening hoping for some kind of an encouragement that they can share with their son or daughter for those who are kind of at that wits end maybe hopeless or maybe not feeling like that change is going to happen what words of encouragement or wisdom would you share with them if any one word that comes to mind that's a part of this program is vulnerability and and that's okay uh it's okay to be vulnerable but there there's another word that comes along with our recovery program here at guiding light and that's action you can do all the talking that you want, um, but it's about action. And you can talk the talk, but you know, coming into these doors for me wasn't easy. But I did have that support. But it was each and every day. It's one day at a time. And I have to remember that as a part of my everyday recovery. There's the, the ebb and flows. It's, there's the ups and downs. Mm. Um, there's going to be tough days. It's how you deal with that that really can, can change your life. It's, it's all of the focus points of this program, the willingness, the willingness to change, the vulnerability with all the responsibility that you once had and now you could have, but you know, the self-awareness, the self-compassion, learning to, for me, learning to love myself again, mm. that was a big part of, of my program. Every morning during my, my stay downtown, we have a morning ritual, and my life coach uh, asked me every morning uh, when I raised my hands to say, I am Andy, and I am compassionate towards myself. And I did that every morning, and I, you know, that's something that's something that'll never leave me uh, because I had to learn that though. I had to learn to love myself again yeah. um, before I could help others, and that's it. And that's it's progress, not perfection. All these things that I learned here, and there there are things that I use every day. There's words. Um, there, some people use prayer and meditation. Um, the spiritual direction part of this program uh, was key for me as well. Having the opportunity to go back to church uh, for me was a big part of the next step of my life. I've heard that from a lot of people, and most importantly, I'm just so grateful to hear your story because I, I can sense a renewed sense and joy and conviction for life. I can really sense that. And I'm sorry in a sense I didn't get to know the old Andy because I'm sure it would look very little like the Andy who's sitting across <laughs> from me, but um, I'm impressed by your story. You are going to, in November of this year, that would be two years sober, is mm -hmm. that right? Mm -hmm. Which is amazing. I know you're going to get that and get there. And the most important thing is you've shared this story on this episode of Casting Light, and I can't thank you enough. So thank you. Thank you. It's been a real honor and pleasure to hear that. You've heard Andy's story, and this happened here at Guiding Light. I mean, I, I read this that talks about men living in darkness and in finding light. I can say these words, but when you hear the actual story, it's such 
it's such a life-changing and such a more powerful and convicting thing. And I hope you appreciated that from Andy. And most importantly, I hope you appreciate that if you are a donor, you are making this possible. Andy and everybody else who goes through the powerful recovery program here at Guiding Light, they do not pay a thing. It's free because of our donor support. If you are not supporting this program, we'd invite you to do so at guidinglightworks.org, guidinglightworks.org, to give these men a safe and supportive space to continue their journeys, as Andy is doing at Iron House, and to realize their God-given potential, which there's no doubt that Andy is doing that. Most importantly, I want to thank you for the opportunity to share this story with you, and we invite you to listen to our past episodes of Casting Light. We hope you will tell a friend about this podcast, encourage you to subscribe, share, or review this podcast, and with your help, we'll grow our audience to attract more listeners and hopefully more donors. Until our next episode, for Casting Light and for Guiding Light, I'm Phil Tower. Thank you for listening.